Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, Ray, man, I I am excited about this show today, man. I am extremely excited. I'm extremely to learn a little bit about uh, how they do in the entertainment and sports business. Oh, yeah, this is going to take me back. You know, for a long time, I was a, a sports agent and, and in the marketing business. So, uh, you know, this is, you know, a, a culmination of, of all that. And I know, I mean, our fans will learn a whole lot about not just what they see on TV, but some of the background and some of the other things that you may not even think about going on within the sports and entertainment industries. Wow. You know, it's the title of our show today is Inside the Business of Sports and Entertainment. And just like uh, Ray said, he was in the game for a long time. And, uh, you know, I have learned a lot from him, you know, and um, uh, I'm looking forward to this. Oh, good. So, so what you been up to all week, JC? Man, I tell you, Ray, um, I, uh, I had this dentist appointment. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> I, I actually, actually, it wasn't. A, it, it was more than an appointment. Um, I went to the dentist yesterday and they was finishing up uh, what we call a tooth implant. Mm. And I was in that dentist chair for at least three hours. Wow. I mean, mouth wide open, you know, jaws hurting, everything hurting. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but, but you know, uh, they got this uh, machine out there now that, um, that called a Cyrix. Mm. And basically this machine can make a duplicate of your tooth in 15 minutes. Oh, shoot. That's like a 3D printer. It's <laughs> 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 just it's setting you up right there. Oh, man. You yeah. know, so, so they got most of it done, and that's um, – you know, that that was my biggest challenge this week. I mean, of course, I'm still getting up. I'm going out. I'm running, spending time with the family. I had a chance to see my son. I've been gone for the last month or so almost. Okay. And so uh, we're just back, man. Happy to be back in sunny California. Yeah, and it's definitely sunny. It's going to be over 100 degrees this week. So <laughs> you know how that, how that is. I, I traveled for the first time in a long, long time in months and months. And, and it's a, a different uh, situation. I had my mask on. I had uh, my, my hair covered with, with my coat and everything, and I sat down. Luckily, I had the first seat in the plane, so I was like, I felt a little uncomfortable, but it, it's, it's a scary proposition. I went back home to D.C., and, uh, you know, I spoke at, at an event, a rally for Vanessa Gillian. And, um, you know, it, it was just uh, you know, wonderful to be back home, but, man, that uh, flying on the airplane, that is scary. Well, you know, we just got back a couple of days ago ourselves, and uh, luckily this time— we only had about 53 people on a 200-plus-seater plane. Oh, that's nice. And um, pretty much everybody had their own row. Oh, you know, shoot. So. But, uh, I need that's... to talk to American Airlines. <laughs> Actually, like... it was American Airlines. Oh, okay. All right. You know, so, but um, we have kind of gotten used to it because I do this every three weeks. Right. Yeah. You know, so, uh, wow, it's going to get better. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, I, when when I when I went out uh, on the, on the plane, I was kind of dressed to the nines too. You know, I had my 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 matching outfit. <laughs> I had my my uh, sweatshirt. I had my sweatpants, my shoes, my hat. Everything was matching. You know, we talk about that in the fashion apparel. I mean, one of our guests today is has been a guy that has hooked up some of the greatest people in in the sports and entertainment industry and has hooked myself up too. So, uh, you know, why, why don't you tell them about all three of our guests? Oh yeah. So today, so today we have on some phenomenal guests. We have, uh, Mr. Cedric Harris. Um, he has a Cedric custom apparel and, uh, he's done, you know, uh, you know, apparel for, for athletes and entertainers all over the world. We also have Miss Pamela Crockett, uh, the attorney, a track coach, uh, business consultant, uh, one of the, the finest people that I know. And we also have Mr. Alan Kidd on. I mean, Alan is, is the president and CEO of the National Association of Sports Commission. Uh, um, he is, is a wealth of knowledge. And so you'll learn about you know, sports and travel and tourism and everything else that goes on to it. So, um, you know, let's let's bring on Cedric first, you know, because I want, I want to talk about me getting my drip right. You know, <laughs> I, I, I want to have my, my mask matching the rest of my outfit. So, uh, Cedric, welcome to the show. And welcome yes, to the sir. show, Cedric. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. How's everybody out there today? Man, you know, it's uh, when 
and sunny yeah, Southern you California. You know how that is. It's, it's wonderful. I hear you guys talking about that sunshine. Well, I'm down here in wet Florida right now. You know, we got this <laughs> tropical storm afternoon. So, you know, uh, it's a little different vibe, but I'm enjoying the rain as well. You know, the Florida rain leaves in like 15 seconds, so it stops oh, yeah. start, So Yeah, it'll be back sunshine in about another hour from now. Hey, Cedric. But yeah. Tell us uh, a little bit about Cedric's Custom Apparel. Well, Cedric's Custom Apparel, I've uh, I've been uh, in business for about 30 years now doing a custom wardrobe. Uh, I started in the fashion business back when I was 15 years old. Uh, growing up in Atlanta, you know, in the uh, southern uh, part of the states, you know, we grew up going to church. So, you know, going to church, you know, we had to be suited and booted, had to be sharp. So I have to credit my mom, you know, from starting me out young, you know, going to church, always suited because we lived like right across the street from the church. So, you know, I had to be there every Sunday, you know, in the choir and all that. So just growing up over the years, she always took me to the haberdasheries around Atlanta to shop. And then just one day uh, when I was 15 years old, I was uh, just looking for a summer job and just wanted to uh, go to Macy's. I always wanted to like the, the Macy's that way they had everything set up. So, but I ended up stopping by one of the local haberdasheries that my mom used to take me at the shop in. And the lady there, uh, she happened to be a Korean. She uh, asked me, what was I doing for the summer? I said, well, I'm about to go up to Macy's to get a job. And she said, why you go Macy's? You work right here. And she hired me right there on the spot. And man, it was just a blessing from God. You know, it was just like, you know, uh, I always love fashion and to just have that kind of opportunity just offer right there, you know, for me. I just knew it was a gift from God. And uh, at 15 years old, and uh, right away, you know, uh, I started the very next day working with her. And she slowly showed me, you know, how to do alterations. You know, I started out doing like waist jobs, you know, hem jobs, you know, sleeve jobs, stuff like that, along with selling people. And man, we would get everybody from, you know, uh, one of the one of the guys who uh, uh, I'm remembering right now because he just recently passed is a late great John Lewis. Wow. His office was right upstairs in the uh, building uh, that our store was at uh, in Atlanta, uh, like downtown on a Forsyth Street. And along with him, you know, the, the mayor of Atlanta, Maynard Jackson, you know, we get people like the Temptations coming to town, Frankie Beverly and May. So, man, at, at 15 years old, I, you know, I, I started to meet, you know, all these entertainers, you know, athletes, you know, at a young age and started to build that clientele, you know, way back then. So, man, it just it just started out then and going on to college, you know, like a lot of young men, you know, I had dreams of playing sports as well. And I got injury, got an injury during high school and couldn't play anymore. So I decided, hey, uh, let's stick with this fashion thing. This thing is rolling good. And I still have an opportunity to be in the sports world, you know. So, uh, right. That, 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 and that is that insane. As, as long as I've known you, I didn't know you started from from 15 years old <laughs> on a happenstance meeting with, with, the, with the lady. That is crazy. Exactly, man. Exactly. Like I said, just a gift from God, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, you came in uh, a little bit later in my life when I when I met you, man. That was a whole nother life changing changing experience. You know, when I met you out there at uh, North Point Mall, you remember that? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that was another. You know, I I, I kind of briefly left the fashion business to get into the electronics business, and uh, that was a life changing changing moment as well. Even though I was changing professions, it's I was still dealing with the same people. You know, the entertainers, the athletes, you know, people of the world who needed these unique items and unique things. You know, as you know, back then we were doing like, you know, custom movie theaters and, you know, we had spy equipment. We had things that weren't even on the consumer market yet that we were selling to people all over the world. Right. That's the sexy thing that yeah. the athletes, they, they they wanted to get there. Let me, what's, what's the newest electronic? I need this for my, for my house to make sure it's sexy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. So, but I still got a chance to work around the same people, but eventually I get, came right back into what, you know, was my thing is fashion. And uh, it's just been great over the years, man. I've had, like you said, I've had an opportunity to travel the world, you know, to work with different people, uh, entertainment uh, from, Singers like Usher, you know, people like Outkast, you know, Keith Sweat, you know, and uh, uh, one person that uh, has been real instrumental in my career, you know, started out back in Atlanta uh, with Deion Sanders. You know, Um, I remember uh, back uh, when I I left the electronics business to get back into fashion, you know, he had met some people that were doing it, but they weren't doing it. They didn't have the kind of vision that he had, you know, he was trying to introduce them to more athletes, but they were like, you know, kind of a conservative outfit, right. You know, they just didn't have the vision. So, uh, Dion, he, he remembered me from the fashion business from when he first came to play with the Falcons, he'd always come downtown and 
we lay outfits out for him and have him just G'd up, you know, and he loved it. So he decided to introduce me and another guy that worked with us at the, uh, at the haberdasher in Atlanta to uh, some tailors that were doing it, you know, and, but like I said, again, they just didn't have that, that flair that Dion wanted. Yeah, you so, know, Dion had but, that major drip. <laughs> exactly. and, and, and so for right. the audience, drip means that, that you fly, that you, that you got your, your gear all to, all together. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, his motto, you know, his motto, you look good, you feel, you feel good. Feel <laughs> you feel good, good you play, play good. good. Yes, sir. You play good, they pay good. <laughs> right. And he definitely lived by that. And he passed that on. Even now I, I hear the young guys, Nowadays that are coming out, you know, from college football, everything, they still admire Dion. They still quote him on that, you know, and uh, he's still, you know, one of the guys responsible for the way a lot of these athletes have to carry that swag, you know. Right. Yep, exactly. But, but uh, yeah, he was a major uh, key in uh, getting me uh, involved in uh, fashion with uh, with uh, just a plethora of uh, athletes and entertainers because you know he was in the, you know he was a hot commodity back then when he came in with the Falcons and eventually went over to the Forty ers and you know everywhere he went we were right there with him the Dallas Cowboys and my Cowboys you know, yes sir exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly hey Cedric so, uh, we we're gonna yes, take a station break but we're gonna come back and continue our conversation with Cedric. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. This is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. Concerned over your income needs in retirement? Left an old 401k at your old employer and considering your options? Goldsmith Financial can help. For nearly 14 years, Joshua Goldsmith has been helping investors towards attaining financial independence. Call Joshua Goldsmith today for a free review. 760-586-5275. That's 760-586-5275. Or visit goldsmithfinancial.net. Goldsmithfinancial.net. Joshua Goldsmith is a registered representative with securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor member FINRA SIPC. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, Ray, Cedric is giving us an education. And Cedric, got a question for you. Yes, sir. How has your business changed during the pandemic? Oh, man, it's been a dramatic change. You know, as we all know, you know, the mask is just the the dominant thing in the world now. I mean, not, you know, just just with fashion, but just the biggest thing in news, you know. And, uh, you know, I I remember back when this whole thing unfolded, you know, uh, I was out in California because my son plays college baseball there. And uh, for years, you know, uh, being out in California on the West Coast for past 15 years, 10, 15 years, I've seen a, a lot of people, especially from uh, from uh, the continent of, of Asia, when they come into California, they've been wearing masks, you know, for years, for years. So it was nothing new for me being in California a lot to just see people with masks. So when they mentioned that we're going to have have to start wearing masks and, uh, you know, knowing how our people here in America are with fashion, I was I was one of the first people, you know, to say, hey, let me let me start making some stylish masks because, uh you know, I know our people don't want to look good, you know, so (laughs) that was a big thing. So I remember, uh, I remember uh, uh, talking to uh, one of, one of uh, tailors that works with me and he just, he he thought it was a crazy thing. He was like, man, nobody's going to want to, you know, wear that kind of, you know, I said, I'm telling you, this is going to be the biggest thing in the world. And just like I said, way back then in uh, in the beginning of April, man, it's taken off now and it's taken over fashion. You know, uh, everybody's now, you know, you, you know, uh, all over the NBA guys, you know, you see them, everybody's expressing themselves with either political statements or logos on their masks. You know, they're coordinating masks now with all kind of wardrobe with swimsuits. So, uh, it's, it's a big change in fashion. You know, uh, the, the mask is the thing now. And, uh, yeah, talk- along also go ahead. 
Yes, that's. I mean, I mean, talking about that with with the mask and every, and everything else. Like, uh, you no, know, what was your idea of 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 you know having match of of uh, mask being able to match the outfits? Yeah, well, I was uh, just in the shop and deciding to uh, cut a mask, and then uh, uh, my wife actually she looked, she was looking at the fabric. She said, "Well, isn't that the fabric over there that you uh, that you made a shirt out of?" She said, "Won't you just?" match the shirt and the mask. She said, and she actually, she was the person that just popped that idea right there in my head. And I said, right then I just made, made the mask to match a shirt that I already had. Wow. And uh, I posted it on my social media page and it went crazy. People were like, Oh my God, I got to have that. I had baseball players. They're like, man, make it, make me, make me a few of them. Send it to me. Send yeah, it to when, me. When, I, when I saw it, I was like, I got to have that. <laughs> exactly. 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 So th- that's been a thing, man. Like I said, I, I and I, you know, I knew our people, they're going to want to definitely express themselves in fashion. So it, it's been great, you know, and uh, uh, now, you know, uh, uh, in not just with per- personal people, but we're starting to uh, approach a lot of corporations with it as well. You know, there's a lot of corporations out here, you know, have their company logos. And um, I've been seeing, you know, like even going into the grocery stores, like down here in Florida, where I live, I remember we have the Publix grocery store chain and all the people inside, they were just, you know, had on different masks, different masks, and they weren't looking uniform. And I was just like, hey, this is a corporation. You know, they should look uniform, you know, just like they have the company shirts. Now everybody's going to need the company mask. And so now, I mean, we're getting uh, business with, uh, you know, Marriott, you know, Delta Airlines. You know, we just recently uh, did some stuff with the Atlanta Braves. You know, and uh, uh, we have uh, a Southern Railway. So this thing is just starting to take off, man, into into a whole uh, new uh, thing. Like I said, the mask is just the dominant item, you know, in the world right now when when it comes to fashion. You know, so, you know, it's a whole new dimension. You know, now uh, I just finished uh, making some suits because, you know, baseball guys are just starting to come back now and starting to travel. You know, who who knows how long that's going to last with the recent news you know, uh, going on with the Florida Marlins with 11 guys, you know, testing for COVID, you know. Right, but, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, but we, guys, we all got to make know. adjustments, you know what I'm saying? So definitely, to, definitely. But to, talking about making adjustments, you know, I, I want I want to bring in our, our next guest as well, um, you know, Miss Pamela Crockett, man. She's, uh, you know, over 20 years as, as a business professional representing and consulting high-profile clients and cases. Um, you know, she's a, a track coach, has over 400 All-Americans, uh, you know, she, she's just a, a superstar. So, Pam, I, I want to bring you on. Welcome to the show, Pam. Thank you for having me, Ray. Welcome to the show. Superstar. I like that, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, James. Welcome to the show, Pam. Hey, Pam, can you tell the audience yes. a, a little bit about your background and how your past sports experiences is benefiting uh, you and others now? Absolutely. I am trained as an attorney. I worked um, in practice for approximately 20 years before deciding I wanted to do something that was more along the lines of proprietorship, because I do believe inevitably your ultimate success is about what you own and create. So in around 2015, I started to go in that direction. But my sister was really, my sister and my cousin, they were true track superstars. They were world-class athletes. And I ran to kind of hang out with them because my sister was absolutely my best friend and we looked up to our cousin. So I ran to tag along with them. But what I noticed when I wanted to go the route of professionalism, track served me incredibly well from a disciplinary standpoint. And I did want to be an attorney from when I was 10 years old and always wanted to work in sports and entertainment because it was the thing that I enjoyed the most. And I'm thinking like everyone tells you, if you can do something you enjoy, it's not work. So as I got older, I'm looking at my sister being a world-class athlete and having connections because she would go to these track events similar to what they do in AAU where they merge all the sports. So a lot of the other superstars knew my sister or knew of my sister or she was in that world. And I remember in particular, there was one person who really inspired me and it was Pearl Washington. I remembered when they called him Pac-Man. And when I tell you the legend of Pearl Washington out in New York City is unlike anything I have ever seen before or since. But I believe that Pearl was shortest for a number of reasons. I believe he came out of Syracuse too early. He could have stayed another year. Mm-hmm. And I believe whoever was guiding him and having him come to play in New York City or New Jersey was the worst thing to me they could have done. I think that he 
should have been in a different environment. Not that he couldn't man- manage it or handle it, but we know that when you're in an environment where all of the people from your past, all the people from your neighborhood, all those people have access to you and you're 21, 22 years old, you now have a multi-million dollar contract. I think it becomes a different task. And I remember saying to myself, if I was representing Pearl, I would have sent Pearl to Utah. Trouble would have had to find him. Mm. And again, and watching him not have the career that I believe he deserved to match his talent, I said, I, I want to be in this space because too frequently sports has been about sp- exploitation and you'll watch representation thrive. And, you you know, we know men, uh, managers and agents, they've become their own superstars. And sometimes a lot of their careers far surpass and outlast the careers of the athletes they represented. And I wanted athletes to be able to enjoy the full breadth of their talent beyond the scope of their ability to play. I wanted them to be able to, you know, sing, dance, play basketball, football, as long as they desired. And when they left that, I wanted them to transition into a huge space of success such that it wasn't just a quick and short fairy tale. Yeah, you, you brought up a great point because, you know, you start talking about, you know, the, the, the background of, of athletes and, and how their management or how their uh, advisors around them, you know, really uh, play, play a big role in how successful they are. Um, but I think most people don't understand, you know, kind of the background. They see, okay, this guy or this girl got this multi-million dollar contract, so everything should work out fine. Tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, some from some of the people that you worked with, kind of the, the background issues that they had to deal with and that you navigated through. Honestly, like you said, Ray, the things that people don't think about, most athletes and entertainers, they don't even live on the same wavelength and cycle as us. I remember when I first started representing athletes, and I might call them at 9 o'clock, no one was up. They didn't have to be. It wasn't <laughs> anything about their work ethic. That wasn't their work schedule. But if you're not living in that world, you're not thinking about that. Um, another thing, several tax implications. A lot of folks, it's no different for them that I am now going to be paid, and I now have to probably pay the IRS between 27 and 47%. And even though most people under, you know, they, they look at that task and think it's not real simple, but then when you actually have a million dollars in your hand, do you really want to write a check for $470,000? If that's what you owe, that's what you must do. But there, there, there are different things that come along with that, mainly understanding it and then being doing what's proper. But I thought one of the hardest things with a lot of athletes and entertainers, they come into that level of success and money at a very young age. And I think we look at their ability to maneuver based on a bank account, not based on their age and their background. I remember um, Teddy Riley was one of the first people to give me an opportunity when Rex and Effect was coming out as a new group. Rex and Effect. <laughs> I know, right? And then he introduced me to our kill and our kill, you know, uh-huh. hired me to, to work with him. And I remember being down in Virginia Beach and when I tell you the level the level of fun but the level of excess that I saw was unreal. And I remember one day saying, wow, where are the adults? Like, I'm older than all these people here, and they're living really lavish. And even though it's fun, it is difficult. It's like, again, it's not all of us are fine with, you know, managing and, and handling our family and our friends. But when you have that kind of money and your name is constantly out there and your records are on the radio, there are a lot of demands. And as I said, even though we can look today, I can look today at my age and say, oh, that, that's easy. I can manage that. But again, I'm talking about people who are 21, 23, 25 going from doing something that they actually loved almost as a hobby to doing it as a profession with, uh, with millions of dollars. Right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll hold on that for a second because I don't want you giving away our age. We're going to have to take a quick commercial <laughs> break. And then when we come back, we'll continue this discussion. <laughs> it's your life. I'm James Cooley. This is Ray Leonard Jr. <laughs> James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. 
Build a better business today with Launch Team Consulting. Launch Team Consulting provides human resources, change management, and ethics training for businesses and organizations looking to create a culture of excellence. Launch Team Consulting is here to increase revenues, productivity, and teach you how to launch your business to new heights. With over 90 years of combined experience, the staff at Launch Team Consulting can help improve business performance and strategy. Visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com to learn how we strive to help business owners develop a solid foundation and solid building blocks of leadership so that they can flourish. Launch Team Consulting also offers executive coaching too to help business leaders achieve professional goals. Contact Launch Team Consulting at 619-940-6362. That's 619-940-6362. Or visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com. That's LaunchTeamConsulting.com. Putting you on the path to success with Launch Team Consulting. Concerned over your income needs in retirement? Left an old 401k at your old employer and considering your options? Goldsmith Financial can help. For nearly 14 years, Joshua Goldsmith has been helping investors towards attaining financial independence. Call Joshua Goldsmith today for a free review. 760-586-5275. That's 760-586-5275. Or visit goldsmithfinancial.net. Goldsmithfinancial.net. Joshua Goldsmith is a registered representative with securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor member, FINRA, SIPC. It's Your Life is Back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. So we're, we're continuing our conversation with uh, Pamela Crockett. So I... I had to stop her because I think she's about to tell our age. So I, I didn't want to go there because <laughs> we go, we go way back. So, you know, we did some uh, business together back in the day. Um, but you know what, Pam, I, I tell the audience kind of, uh, you know, what is it like, you know, working with athletes and entertainers? You, I know you were talking about that before we went to break about the excess and, and about the education process that, you know, they, they need to learn because you, you know, young people are getting so much at so early without some direction. I mean, what, what is the process or what's behind that kind of, what, what have you seen? It's, it's extremely, it's extremely difficult, Ray. I was blessed in that a lot of my clients I had a personal relationship with, but the one, concession I would never make. I wasn't going to be your yes person. I would tell my clients, I'd rather you fire me and have somebody that gave you the absolute best advice that you knew to give than keep me on your team while I'm watching you drown. Now, again, one of the things that helped me tremendously, as I stated, Teddy was one of the people to give me a shot. One of my absolute best friends on the planet, Denise Barrow, her brother was getting into the music business they're related to Mark Pitts. Mark Pitts is their cousin, and they were starting their own thing. And, you know, I sat down with Wayne and Denise, and I literally have known them since we were 10 years old. And they told me what they wanted to do, and it was perfectly in line with what I wanted to do. And the thing I think that helped me understand and stay focused were Wayne and Denise were my friends, but they always operated from a business standpoint. And they always told me, no matter who we introduce you to or how we introduce you to or how much fun. And again, Ray, we could, we could have found on the fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you have to be professional because these people are relying on you. And I remember situations that, you know, you, sometimes, please, NBC might be knocking at your door. You're calling your client and they're saying, you know what, Pam, I trust we're going to do. And trust means everything in my book. So if you are riding with me, you absolutely have to be able to rely upon me. And as I said, some of it is pleasant. Some of it is not pleasant. But at all times, my clients would know Pam is going to proceed with our best interest at heart. And, and that absolutely took me a long way. And as I said, I was able to, as I went along, establish relationships with my clients such that no matter what transpired, we remained, you know, friends above everything else. Excellent. Hey, Pam, what yeah. advice can you give to our audience if they want to go into the sports and entertainment business? Absolutely. Go for it. I love that you asked me this question. I remember telling Bill Strickland, the same Bill Strickland who was working with Michael Jordan and David Falk. I want to be an entertainment and sports attorney. And Bill said, see, the problem, Pam, is you don't even know what you want to do. You have to choose. And I said, hey, Bill, I love sports. But when I watch Dr. J or 
Michael Jordan, that's as entertaining to me as it is sports. And I think that's beyond just me personally liking basketball. I saw, you know, that being ushered in. And the funniest thing I loved about that, because when I tell you Bill gave me a hard time about separating the two and also being a woman in the sports industry, and there was a time when Bill was representing Chris Webber, and Chris Webber had a music aspiration. And I had also told Bill, hey, Bill, you don't realize that every basketball player wants to be a rapper and every rapper wants <laughs> to be a basketball player. Right. I was ahead of the curve, Bill, I got this. <laughs> and so Chris had a music venture, and Bill Strickland had to call me. He said, Pam, I'm completely out of water. I can't believe that you had the foresight to understand that these two merge. So the one piece of advice I have to all young people out here who want to get into sports and entertainment is absolutely go for it. Young ladies, do not let people tell you that this industry is still male-dominated, that you can't do X, you have to forge your way. Do not let people tell you you have to know someone. Well, all of us have to know someone. I'm, I'm a believer, and I simply say to people that the only person from birth was Jesus Christ. The rest of us had to become who we are. So right. at some level... None of us knew anyone. Someone had to introduce us. And like I said, my segue was being, you know, Denise Barrow, my little sister, and then my actual biological sister. Their connections were insane. And because I stayed on my game, when they introduced me to people, they were like, sure, I will give her a shot. And the wonderful thing about entertainment is you can carve out a career, build an infrastructure. A lot of people will go in and be like, I'm going to be Michael Jordan's attorney. You know what? You may not, but you might be able to do a deal for Michael Jordan. And that still makes him your client. Right. You know, you might be able to put together a production and bring him in. And then again, he not, he, in that instance, isn't necessarily your client, but he is someone that you worked with. You have to be creative. You have to understand there are a number of ways of ways to do this, and negotiating a person's contract isn't the only thing they need. I've set up um, 501c3s. I've set up uh, other nonprofits. I've done various events and productions for athletes. Um, I worked on an event called Diva Simply Singing, and I brought in some of the most amazing singers in the world, including Whitney Houston, Patti LaBelle, Erica Badu, Shaka Khan, Dionne Warwick, Jennifer Holiday. So you have to be creative, but I definitely say go for it because the thing that once I did get in, for example, I was representing Taj from SWV, who again became almost like a little sister to me. And Taj was engaged to Eddie George. So Taj was like, hey, Eddie Pam has done really well by me. Why don't you consider her? So the entertainment and sports community is more connected than anything. If you can get in and get a client or two, it's not real easy to expand your business because the network is very small. We're, talk, we're talking about, about, about that. Uh, no networking and, and getting involved with other people. You gave me the perfect segue talking about events too. <laughs> our, our next guest is is one of one of the best in the business at, at, with the knowledge of knowing about the sports events and tourism industry. Uh, you know, Mr. Al Kidd is the president and CEO of the Sports Events and Tourism Association. Uh, you know, he has over thirty five years of advertising, sales, marketing, venture capital, risk management, executive leadership, and nonprofit experience. So you're well rounded, well rounded guy, and and uh, known them for a while so al welcome to the show well thank you all, all that means ray is i'm old you know when you, do that, <laughs> you, you, you know old. i said we're not talking about age on this, on this show <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to bring up that you and i met a long time ago at the hall of champions and uh, spent a lot of time together but that's okay i don't i don't want to have james feel a little bit out of, out of sync here, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey welcome to the show alan welcome to the show well, I'm honored to share the uh, the airways today with Cedric and Pam, and, and they've given your audience some really terrific guidance and advice. Um, and you know, the interesting thing about sports is that it's um, it's wide. There's so many different aspects of sports that people don't think about. And you know, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the events and, the, and what's going on in the world, particularly you know since this COVID's hit. But you know, those Pam and, and Cedric are classic examples of people that have made terrific careers, have met a lot of great people in their time, uh, have done networking uh, to the nth degree, and that's why they're successful. And, and that's a big part of what people have to look at when they're looking at sports uh, sports jobs and, and, and sports kinds of positions that are out there and available. Now, you know, when, when people talk about, you know, getting into the sports business and sports jobs, I think there's a misconception sometime of, oh, I, I like sports, and so this is going to be fun. But it, it, at the end of the day, it is a business. And so, you know, 
tell us a little bit about, you know, the, um, the your organization and, and what you do. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, great point about the sports. You know, I, I personally, and, and I think you guys can, everybody in this call can relate, the only one that makes money in sports uh, are the people that own the team. <laughs> correct, <laughs> correct. Uh, and then same thing with the businesses. And so when I, I retired in 1994 from advertising and marketing, and then I, I took a position running the San Diego Sports Commission and building in the Hall of Champions, and we did a terrific job in San Diego. And, and Ray, that's where you came in and did a bunch of work with the kids that we, we did back then. Oh, oops, I'm sorry, I slipped in the time frame. Sorry. Right. <laughs> it's all right. They'll figure it out. They can Google me. <laughs> But, you know, with, with this organization, so this organization um, originally got involved in trying to help communities bring sporting events to their communities, and they brought me out of retirement to take it on and to try and change the footprint. So what we do is we serve the, in, the sports industry in trying to bring uh, sporting events and sports tourism into communities, which kind of helps lift their economic impact in the community. It gives community pride. So we work with every type of organization from the NFL and Super Bowl all the way down to uh, AYSO soccer. So any event that takes place in any community anywhere in the U.S., whether it's a public or private building, whether it's a a stadium or an arena, we touch it at some level. So there's organizations that we represent that help stage those events, help invent the events, and they work with the rights holders to make sure they put them on and produce something of quality for the community. And, and, and probably the coolest event, I'm, I'm often asked, what's the coolest event that you've ever done? And, you know, that's, there's, there's so many great events that make an impact. And some of the coolest events really are the byproducts of some of the major marquee events where the, the league or the organization gives money to uh, the needy or the, or the kids in the community that are at risk or at need. And some of those events are really cool. But the one that really stands out was – uh, putting on in San Diego the basketball game on the USS Vincent, the only active aircraft carrier in the history of, of the military service to be able to stage a, a, an event between, at the time, the number one number two collegiate basketball teams, North Carolina and uh, Michigan State. Um, and, and that was really cool. And um, there's a whole bunch of stories that goes behind that, but I'll, I'll leave it at that to, to try and stick to your questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, well that, that was a fantastic event, um, you know, ex- especially nowadays. I mean, you, you got to be creative. So what what are you guys doing? I mean, how, how is this, this COVID? I know it's affecting every kind of event in, in the industry. So, yeah, so how, how you are know, you working when, around when that? COVID, yeah, great question. You know, when, when COVID hit, uh, we, when I looked at it from my marketing background, I, I kind of put things into three stages. The first was the reaction stage, which was, you know, March, April, when people says, oh, my gosh, what the heck just happened? And, and during that time period, you know, the layoffs were occurring and the tourism industry shut down. You know, air travel went away. Cruise travel went away. People were uncomfortable going into hotels. None of those have recovered. Most of your communities across the country, uh, the funding that takes place for their convention bureaus that actually stage events or the sports commission stage sports events comes from hotel taxes. So you can imagine with zero income. Hey, Al, Al, we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and continue sure. answering that question. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. This is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Concerned over your income needs in retirement? Left an old 401k at your old employer and considering your options? Goldsmith Financial can help. For nearly 14 years, Joshua Goldsmith has been helping investors towards attaining financial independence. Call Joshua Goldsmith today for a free review. 760-586-5275. That's 760-586-5275. Or visit goldsmithfinancial.net. Goldsmithfinancial.net. Joshua Goldsmith is a registered representative with securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor member FINRA SIPC. It's your life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Uh, man, it, uh, we were just, just talking with Alan and he, he had a fantastic question that he that he was answering. But I, I want to thank our, our sponsor, Goldsmith Financial, for uh, for making this show possible. And uh, you know, we totally appreciate it. And uh, we want to talk to Alan about uh, continuing the rest of his uh this answer, because I think the audience, that means it's something great for the audience to, to understand. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we was uh, The question was, how has the COVID-19 uh, affected the sports industry? Sure. Yeah, thanks, James. Um, so everything, you know, originally when, when, the, when it really hit, uh, people were trying to sort out, you know, how much money do we have to, to keep our business open? And so there was, a, there was a run of layoffs that you've seen in the news across all aspects of travel and tourism, including the sports world, and it shut down. And, and there's nothing ever been that's caused this, this kind of shutdown. So with the people that then survived that time period, which is kind of the April, beginning of May, they're trying to retrench. What do we have? What are the assets that are available? How can we go out and, and recruit a golf event? Or what can we do for youth sports? Youth sports guys have gotten crushed. And the sad thing about youth sports right now is that many of those organizations that stage events around the country and do these tournaments – are small businesses and they've been totally left out of the stimulus money. So they're, they're really struggling with how do they sustain themselves. And so that's this retrenching. Now they're trying to relaunch and the, and the confusion that's going on, the relaunching, all you have to turn your TV on. <laughs> wow, right. And every day there's different stories about what, what are the rules? And, and my son who happens to work in this space advised me early on, we've never seen this virus. We don't know how to treat it. And so you're seeing the scientific community, unfortunately have to modify as they learn more about the virus and what it does modify their position. And it makes it very, very confusing for the owners, for the players, for the parents. And there's unfortunately been a built up psychological barrier with youth parents wanting to travel because of the safety of their kids. So it is, it's been problematic um, and we'll get through it. Uh, but right now we're still kind of in the, in the fifth inning, if you will, of a baseball game. Yeah, it's it's driving me crazy because I have three kids. Uh, uh, one son is in high school sports and was looking forward to his senior year, and then two other uh, kids that are in, in youth ball. And so now they're telling me they're going to have to stay home and not play sports. <laughs> it's got, it, like, Alan, we, we need something positive. So so tell us, tell us what it is we can look forward to in the future. I mean, there has to be something. Well, the one positive thing is you didn't realize you're going to put teacher on your resume. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's definitely not a thing that I thought I was going to be doing. So right now, um, you know, the the good news is there's a couple things that I think could be really helpful. One is that we're everywhere around the world, and there's this is a worldwide effort. A lot of people are working on ways to try and combat this, and so what we're hearing, what I I have phone calls with the CDC every single week, and. And so the inside information, if you want to call it that, but the, the fact of the matter is that it isn't always public, is that there's a lot of things working around some type of way to manage it once it hits or possibly prevent it, but it's still an open book. Um, but the one thing that, that we can do, and it just is problematic, as you again, as you turn on your television, is there are certain things we can do as individuals that will help. And I, I, you know, I, I love the fact Cedric got into the mask business. Cedric, I'm one of those guys that wearing a mask has helped my looks. So anything <laughs> yeah. you can send me would be great. But the, the masks do help. There is, there is enough proven evidence that while it, some people feel it's, it's treading on their rights and their, their you know, beliefs, the fact of the matter is, you know, the only way you stop this thing so is to limit the ability for the germs to spread. So if we would play our role in that across the board, kids could get back to sports, high schools can get back playing again, colleges can get their seasons together. Right now, I just got off a call earlier today, NCAA is coming down to the final threads. Is there going to be football this year? And if not, or if it's delayed, how does that impact all the rest of the sports? 
you know, you mentioned you've got high school kids in your family. You know, if they're of a level that uh, may go on to the next level, how do they show their, their ability if there's no travel? There's, there's so many confusing things, but if we just do our part, and that is to try and do the best that science tells us to mitigate the spread of this disease or this virus, and then science does their part, um, that's the fastest and best way that we're going to get back to some level of participation, which everybody is absolutely craving. Excellent, excellent. So, yeah, my my, my son is um, he has a, a few offers. He's a you know, really good football player, but that is one of the things that we're running into about uh, yeah. you know how do we showcase that you know for a senior year. Um, but this is yeah. I got my next question is for for all of you guys, our total audiences. What does a, a year with uh, no sports or modified sports look like? to you guys and, and, and what, uh, are you, what are, what are you going to do, you know, for your businesses and for, you know, just for your mental state? <laughs> uh, you want to take that set? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it's definitely, uh, it has impacted my business tremendously because, uh, normally this time of the year, man, I'm touring around the country, you know, hitting all the baseball parks up, you know, um, getting the guys fitted up in wardrobe, you know, because uh, a lot of the teams, you know, it's mandatory, you know, uh, when they travel, you know, they have to have, have to have a sport coat or suit or something. So, you know, uh, now all of that has just been shut down, you know. And, uh, you know, I was right in the middle of spring training uh, out in Arizona fitting guys, you know, driving back and forth from uh, Arizona to L.A. to see my son play college in L.A. And uh, all of a sudden uh, we wake up one morning and we get this call. We get the uh, news that the uh, NBA is suspending the season. And then we hear the president saying that uh, travel uh, to Europe is being shut down. I knew then that this thing is serious, man. So, you know, uh, with that, you know, it was kind of a scary thing, you know, looking at, at hey, man, my business is going to be just shut down for the rest of the year. And then uh, all of a sudden when the uh, demand for the mask came in, it was that, was, you know, in that aspect, it was a blessing, you know, to be able to say, oh, where this door shut down over here, a whole nother one is opening. And that's where, you know, having that faith and everything. I, I told my wife, I said, well, when it first happened, I said, well, you know, we're not going to worry about anything. Um, you know, we're going to, something's going to, going to open up in the mass business opened up in a large way. So that's, uh, that's, uh, where everything is just the biggest part of my focus is on right now is building the mass business for right now. Excellent. You can bring Alan back in and, <laughs> yes. and, 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 and let him give us, give us some, uh, some information. Yeah, and what Cedric just talked about was, you know, what I believe from my marketing background and what I'm seeing out there right now in the sports world, uh, up and down the, the age limits and the sizes and everything, is every crisis has opportunity. And while people are in the middle of the crisis, it's often hard to see that. But if you can step back, and particularly the high school kids that are athletes, and, and try and be a little bit innovative at in how they're going after the ability to make sure they're seen and, and you know, ha- how they're handling the sports and how they're participating – and, you know, put some level of creativity and innovate. There's going to be a lot of new things that are going to surface in the next couple of years as a byproduct of what's occurred right here. And, and I, I don't pretend to have a crystal ball to determine what those are. But uh, be creative and, and look for the opportunities to make sure that you can show the, the strength you've got. And if, if you know, if God blesses us with a, with a cure and we all do our part uh, to get us back on the playing fields, the psychological impact that's affected American people right now will begin to dissipate. And that's the biggest gift that we can get back is that we all start to feel positive because sports is the fiber of our culture at, at virtually anywhere in the country. Oh, excellent. And, and Pam, I, I know you, uh, we may have lost you for a second, but um, the question was, was what does a year with uh, with no sports oh, look I, like I for you? Oh, I actually heard the question, and I'm so glad you guys plugged okay. me back in. I think one of the things I said when I first started was my entire platform is about proprietorship, diversification, and inclusion. And I think a year off gives everybody the opportunity to really focus on those things, especially in the climate that we're currently in. So I don't think people necessarily lose anything. I think it forces you to really expound and expand upon who you are and what your contributions ultimately are going to be. And I've, I've just seen a level of focus, dedication, commitment, and other things that I think people normally take for granted kind of come to the surface during this time. So I think we will absolutely be fine. And from an athletic standpoint, I tell my athletes, when we do get back out on the track of the field, I absolutely want to see the most amazing talent imaginable because 
you've been denied, but in that denial, you haven't developed any injuries. You haven't lost any speed. You're young, so you're going to pretty much keep yourself in a good shape and tone, and we're going to be ready to go. Wow. You know, uh, we always like to give our guests an opportunity to give out their contact information where our, our listening audience can contact you and see what you're doing. So, uh, uh, Pam, can I want to start with you. Can you tell the audience how they can get in touch with you? Absolutely. My business contact number is 240-353-8670. And via email is crockettconsultinggroup at gmail.com. And when you type consulting and group, make sure you add two Gs because a lot of folks in typing in small case leave out one of the Gs. And I would love to hear from you guys and we'll assist however I'm able. Alan, what about you? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, my direct mobile uh, number is 619-723-2269. And you can always reach me at my email, which is al, A-L, at sports, S-P-O-R-T-S, E-T-A dot org. Cedric? Uh, yes, uh, I'm a talker, so you can feel free to call me anytime, 770-401-4455. And another great way to see the content of my work is Cedric Suits, C-E-D-R-I-C-S-U-I-T-S. And that's on the Instagram format. And I always post new content daily on there. So it's a good way to follow that Instagram page and you can contact me there as well. Wow. Wade, this has been a fantastic show. I want to thank uh, our guests, you know, for taking the time to come on our show. Yeah, I hate, I hate that it has to come to an end, man. I, you know, I, I was enjoying it. I got so many more questions and things to, to talk about. But, you know, they're all talkers, so we, we'll have to have a, have a conversation <laughs> offline. But this was this was so uh, educational and informative to our audience. And, uh, again, uh, we are always looking for sponsors out there to uh, help uh, continue to bring this message and keep us on the air. So, I tell you, thanks so much. Thanks so much. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. And we will see you same time next week. Yes, sir. Have a good one. (laughs) Join James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. 